Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's Merry Christmas to all of you, all my readers. I, I, I know it's Yule. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I lost patience with Jesus uh, when I was about 10 years old. Uh, but uh, I, 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 I place a great store in tradition. So rather than calling it some, some ancient forgotten name, uh, I think it's good to call it Christmas. It's traditional. If Christ was good for nothing, no, and he certainly was good for nothing, he would give his name to Christmas. He was good to name the winter solstice, the Yule. Uh, Christmas was always a time, like it was the best time of year. And I mean, the flashing lights and the Christmas, you know, the, I grew up in Brooklyn and they'd have all these nativity scenes and all this other beautiful stuff on the uh, Santa Claus, the North Pole, these blues and reds and beautiful lights. This was in the 60s and early 70s, too. And uh, it was astonishing. Uh, you just like ride through the neighborhood and see and my parents take us through and just look at this stuff. And, and uh, not the whole now, I was like, and my, uh, 11, 12, I think it's 12 years old. It was the same thing there, too. It was a, a coal peg. It was a largely Irish and, and Italian neighborhood. And uh, Christmas was the thing, man. All the houses, with, it was like, who could have a nice, the nicer house, to, whose house could be nicer done? Uh, and uh, there would be a big gathering. Uh, as the neighborhood, my family was also uh, Irish and Italian, Scottish and Italian. And uh, for Christmas Eve, that would be like the big celebration. Uh, we'd all gather on Christmas Eve and we'd eat all this assorted uh, delicacies and stuff. Uh, you know, a lot of it was fish. A lot of it was Italian stuff. Uh, I, I love booba. That, that's octopus. It's like an octopus in a vinaigrette. Uh, it's delicious, man. You mix it. They mixed it with uh, calamari, which is squid. And uh, I looked forward to it because it was so much work to, to clean the octopus and stuff. It was only made once a year. And I'd gorge myself on that stuff. There would be lobster. There would be all kinds of assorted shellfish. And, and, and of course, uh, Michael, the sage Quay, he, he was always the big, he was the funny part because uh, he would want a ham sandwich. He didn't want to eat none of that stuff. <laughs> when we were kids, that was like a joke. And then, and then my other cousin, Andrew, he had a, he had an iodine allergy, so he couldn't eat shellfish. But then, you know, the family leave, and uh, at one o'clock in the morning, the uh, uh, the nuclear family'd be there, and uh, uh, we'd open up all the presents, and we extended right up until uh, the twenty first century. I remember one night I was uh, working in the Cafe Royal, and uh, my boss Richie Capri, he had nothing. He was like me tonight. He had nothing to do for Christmas Eve. Uh, and uh, so he, he, he had the bar open and uh, it was supposed to close at, at five or six. But, you know, like all his people, his, you know, like me and all the people really close to him had to work that night. And all the dancers that were really close to him had to work that night. And uh, he kept it open and he was drinking. And he kept, made us all stay there. And we were like, we were, some of us were snorting coke in the bathroom, like thinking about murdering him and shit. And uh, I remember going in and out of the bathroom, some of the girls, like, what the fuck? When are we going to get to go home? You know, we all had families waiting for us. Uh, 
And finally, finally, we left. It was like probably about 10 o'clock. And I went home to my two daughters. Uh, they were had their faces pasted to the window. They were at my mother's. And they had had their Christmas feast without me, uh, with whole family, or what was left of it by then. And, uh, you know, uh, it, was, it was cool. You know, kids were so happy, so. It was. I had a lot of money then too. I, I spent like five thousand dollars on presents. You know, the girls all got jewelry, diamonds and stones, and the kids got some more toys than they knew what to do with. And anyway, it was a probably the last big Christmas I can really remember. You know, where everybody was all together. And by two thousand and seven, I I had started to drastically change. Uh, I mean, I read this book, uh, You Are Being Lied To. It was a compendium of, uh, of all the best authors in the English language. And uh, they went over all these different uh, conspiracies. Uh, and these were real conspiracies, you know. And, and uh, you know, uh, they, these, these authors were all accredited, like someone won Pul Pulitzer Prize. They were, they were the best writers in the business. And they each covered things like Columbine and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, I remember I was shocked when I read it. Uh, and I, I changed. But the whole world was changing. It was around 2007, and just things were starting to get fuzzy and appear differently. So I quit my job. Uh, actually, I, was in, I quit, but I was on very good terms with my bosses. I'd go around with them late at night and collect money for them. I mean, one guy, I took him to the ATM machine with this, this my boss, my boss was like this rich guy from the North Shore. And I, I took him to like a half a dozen different ATM machines to get our money. But yeah, they they they, they uh, laid me off because I, my daughter needed an operation for her spine. She had uh, a scoliosis and she would have been a hunchback if she didn't get the operation. I had to take the spine uh, out and put a steel rod in it. And this operation was over $100,000. And even though I had some of the best insurance you could get, it wasn't going to cover this operation for my daughter. The only thing that was going to cover it was Medicaid. So uh, I got myself laid off. I got Medicaid. I got unemployment insurance. Uh, and I went to school to learn about computers. I learned AutoCAD. I got my associates in, uh, in drafting uh, 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 with uh, architectural drafting and engineering. Uh, so, so in the meantime, uh, I, I, I got in a, uh, an altercation with my brother-in-law who was, uh, taking my, I was allowing him to take my daughters on ski trips. They were uh, by then like 13 years old, very beautiful girls, both of them. And he was making sexual advances towards them. Uh, you know, and, uh, I had, to, I had uh, promised to rip his, his spine out of his back when I found him or, you know, so that kind of like. There was no more Christmas after that. Um, and I, I, don't, I don't know. I got into a, 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 just a pattern of, of taking drugs and drinking. And, and, and uh, I, I was, I was worried. The homework was like 30 or 40 hours a week alone on this. I took a crash course, like a $56,000 uh, course uh, for like a year and a half, two years. And, uh, you know, when I wasn't uh, doing AutoCAD, I'd, I'd be doing drugs and looking at pornography and, and drinking or reading John Kaminsky. I used to love to read that guy. That was, I just got on the computer and he was all over at that time. And uh, 
I, 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 I went to, uh, about 2011 and, uh, I decided, uh, things happened, which I've, I've all went through before, uh, with a, with my friend and the Gilgo beach murders and stuff. And I decided I had to write a book about my past. I mean, I, I led quite the colorful life and, uh, I saw these people on TV. I don't know if Mikey Franchisi was on TV yet, but uh, the Pagans were on there, and all, all these people I knew, and the, the Learning Channel had hour-long specials on these people, and I'm like, shit, these people see me in a bar, and they buy me a drink, but, you know, like, Mikey too, by the way, Franchisi, uh, I go to a little incident with him, that guy's a stand-up guy, by the way, so uh, whatever he's saying to you, uh, probably telling you the truth, he was a uh, his partner was my mother's boyfriend, uh, Marty Myers. That's his Jewish partner. He's always talking about, you don't say the name. His name was Marty Myers, and he was my mother's on-again, off-again boyfriend until the day he died, uh, since my, the day my father died, which was in, uh, my father died in 88, I believe. So uh, he's been like part of the family. It was actually my mother that introduced me to Richie Capri. Yeah, my, my mother introduced me to the head gangster on Long Island. That's the truth. You know, it's just a lot of it's a Masonic thing, but if you read the book, you'll understand. Uh, yeah, I've had an Illuminati upbringing, and it's been a very interesting upbringing. Uh, oh, it's been harsh, but uh, I wouldn't trade places for one of the sheeple, uh, one of the sheeple for all, all, all the golden world. Uh, and I, I feel that, you know, all those, those experiences I went through certainly were worth uh, recording. So that's what I did. I recorded them all. I was very careful when I wrote this book. I was, I, I didn't want to embellish anything. It's all backed by municipal records. A lot of it has some major altercations, murders, this, that, the other thing. I mean, there's like a half a dozen unsolved murders in that book. I mean, pretty much solved now. Uh, but the perpetrator is dead, and uh, so it's they can be solved. Uh, I didn't say anything at the time because he wanted me to write the book too. And, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of like, uh, I, I didn't say all the shit I did now. But, uh, yeah, um, what I did have is the, the inside story on, on what's popularly called the Amityville Horror. I mean, the perpetrator of those uh, half a dozen unsolved murders, you can add another five or six the uh, fails to that one. Uh, and it was uh, everybody knew it was him too when we were like 15 years old but it it, it only it, it, that's in the book i start the book with that and, I, and some some very freaky stuff that happened about tv dinners and and a frank zappa song that occurred 10 years earlier it's like a jumping of time i also told another story about Aldo rivera too but you know you know what the, the reason why i i i, I now I, I understand that the reason I, I ran into all these people and I knew them all is because uh, it was all part of the Illuminati. I guess if that's the word you want to use for it, upbringing. So I worked like a man possessed. And uh, uh, at first he helped me with the bo a book. Uh, and then uh, he supposedly died on cue. And I never seen the body. And I heard uh, there was there was that that. that uh, Jimmy Bissett, who was supposedly the ringleader of the Gilgo Beach thing, uh, he had, they, you know, came out in the papers that he, he committed suicide. Uh, but his friend was friends with my family, uh, my daughters and my ex-wife. 
And, uh, you know, he, uh, after Jimmy, Jimmy killed himself, he, he wouldn't have nothing to do with them. My ex-wife had to go get her stuff from out of his house. Uh, and he wouldn't even talk to my daughter anymore. Uh, that was a message to them. Uh, and I heard that, uh, his brother uh, got killed after John died. And, uh, a giant guy was seen leaving the house after his brother was murdered. So that had to have been John. He's not dead. The way is clear for this book. Uh, and it's a tell-all book about the strip club industry, strippers, uh, uh, the 80s, which Alistair Crowley himself promised to debase, which he did uh, under the form of uh, myself and my friends. And uh, he did his debasing for him. And this chronicles it all. And uh, it's got all kinds of incidents in it that are newsworthy. And it's the ultimate tell-all book. And so when I'm done, I, 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 I use a, I use a uh, uh, my lips were chained. They were filled with empty wonder. I took that from Jimmy Carroll, uh, New York City street poet. And the uh, guy who won the Nobel Prize for Poetry when he was 12 years old. He used to march at the head of the peace parades with Norman Mailer. Uh, the Oh, Basketball Diaries is a movie about him. But he was one of the great poets uh, Bob Dylan in America ever produced. And, and the line was perfect. And the book, the book, I couldn't believe it. What I had when I looked at it, I, I stuck back and looked at what I'd created. This, this was a book uh, that distilled the very essence of what it means to be a man, what it means to, to love a woman, uh, to what it means to... The quest for something, the uh, the quintessential quest of, of, of the man. A night errant, as uh, somebody said, uh, as I said, uh, but that's, that's uh, it's the night questing in the 20th, 21st century. Uh, and I'm looking at all this and I'm rereading what I wrote. And, uh, I'm like, I think I wrote the best book ever in the English language. Wow, I'm going to make a fortune. Uh, you know, the Hollywood and sleep with all those Hollywood babes and all that shit. I, I expected it, man. Uh, just from the names that were dropped and the incidents that were dropped in the book. And uh, all of that's like I said, I, I was very careful not to embellish one thing. To describe, I, I, I had to recall the memory. I don't know how I remembered it. I think she helped me. But I, I remembered all this stuff. It was like it all came pouring out onto the pages. And then when it was done... Like I said, it had something that was more than just a book, and, and it's it's outlining. These are outlining facts. These these act all these things actually occurred, and and this 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 is it. This is this is why we're born, men. That is, that's why men are born, and that's what a man is. Uh, little did I know uh, that 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 uh, decadent works were at uh, decadent hands were at work to destroy. To paraphrase, quote Alice Cooper. As long as we're on Illuminati's, uh, and I, I figured, I, you know, I, I, I just send out the synopsis and the, what's required. You send it to the publishers, and I, I, I you know, I, they'd be fighting over who's going to publish it. And right away, I met resistance. Uh, I actually got letters from the legal department of the most famous publishing house. They had received the book and uh, manuscript. They sent it back to me too at their own expense, which is unheard of. But uh, I knew then the fix was in, and I didn't know why. But, uh, 
But I became uh, Jack Hart then, and I started writing from Veterans Today and stuff, and I was an instant overnight sensation on the internet. And uh, I figured, you know, how long could it be until, uh, you know, they, they, they can't stop me from publishing. First of all, I'd been told by John, uh, John Bloom, Bloomberg, he was the editor of Playboy for 20 years. Uh, he was my friend in Open Salon, uh, that the best way is to self-publish anyway. But that's, you got to be a famous author like him before you self-publish. Uh, and I wasn't yet a famous author, but I became one within two or three years. But within those two or three years, I had learned things. And uh, those things are like uh, so far out from the realm of what most of you have ever experienced. That uh, uh, It's that Plato's cave thing. Once you go leave the cave, you can never go back. I, I, it's hard for me to even tell you these things. I've, told, I've said a little bit about it. The truth about Jack Hart. No, I, I've actually chronicled it pretty well, but I never finished it. Uh, but now I know all this stuff, and I'm like, you know, is this this really? This is this is this is the real view. This is this is this is what this world is about. And uh, publishing my book and becoming uh, famous and rich and all that stuff was a uh, it, it no longer was a, didn't float my boat anymore. You know, uh, that was I, I wanted to get like. If there was others around like me, I want them to understand uh, what we really are, where we really are, because everything we've been told is, is is a lie. Just like the book I read that started the whole thing. I know I publish I publish articles on Army Newman by uh, authors who are, you know, they, they're my co you know, these guys are great. That's why I love them and all that, John and, and Oki and them. But they still believe the shit they've been told. Uh you know, uh, none of that is true, man. None of it. All your science, all, it's just, it's garbage, man. Uh, you're, 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 you are a sheep. You're a chicken on a chicken farm, as I've been told by other Illuminati from China, by the way, that were in your secret space program that's, that's under a conus. But in any case, you're a fucking chicken on a chicken farm. And I think to myself, well, well, I'm a chicken on a chicken farm too. I'm certainly no chicken, and uh, I, I, I decided, you know, I, I have to, I have to help anybody else out there like me. Uh, so, eventually, I think it was 1920. I finally self-published this book with a lot of help from Phil, uh, and uh, we got it all formatted and stuff, and we released it on Amazon. And immediately I run into the interference again. Uh, Amazon is telling people the book is unavailable. Facebook wouldn't let me advertise the book. Uh, I had 20, over 20 different reviews, all of them five-star reviews, yet somebody was popping one-star reviews in there without any, not reviews, they weren't even reviews. They'd pop in one star and they not one thing, not one of those non-five-star reviews have any review behind it. It's somebody just popped in a star. So it lowered it from a five-star book to a four-star book. Uh, like I said, I was not allowed to advertise on Facebook. I have screenshots of, 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 of from Japan and Germany, which were published in the human, uh, of them telling people, uh, Amazon telling people the book was unavailable. When it was, uh, uh, I just, you know, that's when you're launching the book. It was uh, most important to get the book to them. 
Uh, it was all deliberately sabotaged. It was sabotaged hard. Then Facebook wouldn't let us advertise. Uh, it was crazy. Vet- Veterans Today didn't back me up. Did not never lifted a finger to help me. Never lifted a finger to. And, and, and it was like, wow, the whole deck was stacked against us. So as I've I've already said before, uh, you know, I have friends very high up in the NSA. Uh, and uh, why all this is going on, one of them sends me a, like an email. It's anonymous. I know who sent it. It was probably Joe Siegel. It was Christopher. But in any case, uh, they were like, uh, they showed a, a guy like this, 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 this like Aryan Superman type guy. And he's got his hair, you know, like, uh, combed back and he's ready for war, and uh, he, uh, he uh, reads these three books that, that are, are recommended by the, like the New York Times bestseller list, and by the time he's run, done reading the third book, he's a sloppy-looking fag, uh, uh, he's got pimples all over his face, he's fat, uh, you don't know whether he's a boy or a girl, and he's like, Thank, thank you, merchant. That's what they used to call the merchant. That's that's what they used to call the Jewish people. The merchant. That CNSA invented that, by the way, uh, off of me, because I used to always tell them, well, the Jews are just the merchants, and so they made Lee merchant. They thought that was hilarious. But in any case, uh, he said, thank you, merchant, for the for, for changing my life, and and that was the, the, their dig at uh, you know what was done to my book. Uh, and uh, what was going to be done, and it was done. It was done. Now, some of you may like, you see me now. Uh, well, you hear me now. You don't see me. <laughs> I'll say, uh, maybe I'll start doing these view things, too. I'm still quite handsome at 63, so maybe I should. But I think it's better, I, you know, just stay anonymous. <laughs> it's, uh, there's something, uh, something, something great about a voice coming out of the darkness. It's like a dream, isn't it? In any case, uh, the book I wrote was exactly the opposite of what they had planned for their brave new world. Uh, this, they, 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 was, this is not what they wanted. They wanted to create just, just what uh, Merchant created in the comic that the NSA sent me. Uh, and, and they've been very good at it. Uh, you got to look around at the woke and... Uh, Jesus Christ, they look like they come right out of that picture. I, I mean, you know, this is what they made. Uh, now, we went from uh, Conan the Barbarian in the 80s to uh, 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 Seinfeld. You know? uh, and then from Seinfeld to the uh, Transvestite Story Hour. Um, some of you might feel, you know, my anti-Semitism and my homophobia is over the top at, the point, at this point. And maybe it is, uh, but I don't think so. Looking uh, objectively, looking at what's going on, uh, to, you know, like when I was on Open Salon, uh, uh, when I, I first wrote this book, all the Jews were my friend. They told me how to write, man. The New York Literati Jew guys, guys like John Blumenthal. I had a, a, a professor from Okinawa, Jewish professor. Uh, he would go over all my all, all my essays and, and, and correct them for me and. And instruct me on what I did wrong and right, uh, and uh, I, I had about a half a dozen of them. These were all published writers, uh, critiquing and teaching me how to write. Uh, 
And by the time I left Open Salon and started writing for Veterans Today, it was like they all run out the fucking back door on me. Uh, I, it was like, you know, I remember an incident with Mo. Mo was a bouncer, you know. He's a big black guy, you know, but he was, he was about nothing. And uh, there was another guy who was about something brought him in. And uh, one time I'm at a club. It was a gaslight, I think it was. Uh, it was a Pagan's old clubhouse. And uh, these M13 guys come, you know, and uh, come in there, and they're starting trouble like M13 always does. So we got them out of the freaking bar. Uh, and uh, they're getting in their car. And Mo was about six foot four, 270 pounds, fucking clocks this guy with a right hook. As he's getting in this car, man, uh, he was leaving. And. and, and yeah, they, they, they jumped out of the car, of course. He didn't even knock the guy out, by the way, too. Uh, and they, the three of them get out of the car. And he got machetes and a baseball bat, okay? Now, I'm faced off against them, right? Now, Bogos had a back door and stuff, uh, a steel-plated door for stuff like this, just for this steel-plated, okay? And it has a big latch that goes across, a steel latch. Now... And I look, and I'm, I'm looking back at me. Uh, is Mo, you know, I figured Mo's got my back. Mo's gone. He went through that steel plate door. He locked it behind him, too. He locked it behind him. And that that's that's what these Jews did to me. I got out of that situation, by the way. And I didn't even have to throw a punch. Because I'm smart, too, besides being tough. But in any case, uh, that, that that's that's what these Jews did to me. Uh I look at the New York Times bestseller list now, and it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. I, I read the New York Times sometimes, or I read a Times article, and, and what, what passes for literature, those guys can't write to save their lives. They're horrible. Every one of the writers in the, in the human stables, a, a thousand times better than anything you will ever read in the New York Times, from Loki to Mike K to Opius. Th those are real writers, okay? What you read in the New York, I don't know what they are. What, what, you know what they are? They're Jewish, okay? And that's the only reason they're getting published. They don't belong being published. They, they, uh, the only ones reading their essays should be their mothers, for Christ's sakes. Those, those essays are so bad. Uh, oh, well, is it the news? They're reporting, they're journalists. Well, where's the citations? There's no citations in any New York Times. Those are not, that's not journalism. That's some talentless Jew writing writing his opinion or his opinion that it was given to him. And, 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 and you're being told that this is the intellectual, uh, uh, it's the final word, intellectual? No, 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 no. No, the Jews are smart people. They, they, they know what's good and what's bad. They know what they're, what they're pushing is bad. They know it's bad. They know it's, it's, it's talentless. They know it's garbage. But they're doing it anyway. Uh, that's that. So, and they did a mow on me. Okay, they ran out the back door on me. These are the people I grew up with. I grew up with the Jews. I'm not some fucking redneck writer drooling on himself in his mother's basement that just hates Jews because John Kaminsky told me I should hate Jews. No, I grew up with these people. I seen their actions. I seen their actions firsthand. And not a one of them. They 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 walk in lockstep like they're fucking robots, like Miguel Serrano says. Golems. Uh, what their rabbi tells them to do, they do, and they'll betray you. They betrayed me. They betrayed me. They ran out the back door on me. 
So don't, don't you know, if, if you think I'm anti-Semitic, uh, I guess I am. I guess I am after being betrayed. I fucking hate them. But I'll tell you what, I still can go to Forest Hills and probably hang out in the streets and on a Saturday morning after, after, after synagogue and probably be the most comfortable, uh, you know, besides uh, when I'm shucking, diving on the corner with black people. I love being with Jewish people. I, they betrayed me. What do you do? You want me? To, do you want me to sing paeans to them? Or, uh, you know, I, 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 they, they, and they did it as as a collective organism. They didn't do it as just one person. I, it's all of them. It's all of them. I, like I told you, half a dozen people that could have made that book something. And none of them. They ran out the back door. They ran out the back door as soon as it was. They ran in the back door like Mo. As soon as it was written and barred the door. You know, a lot of them won't even answer me if I, I try to email them and stuff. And now we get to the, uh, the homosexual end, okay? Uh, now, I'm a, uh, again, I used to hang out at the bunkhouse on Friday nights with my ex-wife. The bunkhouse is a famous gay bar in Sayville. All the beauticians and homosexuals and, and the gay community... Came over my house. Came over my house because they had their little coke ring, which my ex-wife was in the middle of. And I'd hang out with them for fucking two days straight, snorting cocaine and watching my 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 reptile Mo. That used to be funny. Mo Mo would go to the couch. He was a he was a three and a half foot long Savannah monitor. He'd come crawling out sometimes when we were partying, and they'd all jump on the couch and shit and squeal like girls and shit. It was really funny. But you know. I, I always enjoy the company of gay people too, because you know generally gay people are a few, few, uh, a few intelligence IQ points above most people, and uh, have a sharp, witty, uh, uh, you know, sharp, witty sense of humor, and uh, they're fun. Uh, I, I went to the Miss Fire Island concert every July Fourth. Man, it was a, that's a famous gay uh, drag queen contest. So you know, I'm not homophobic. Uh, I never was homophobic. I noticed on VT when, when I was being attacked that I was being attacked by Ian, uh, uh, an obvious homosexual, was being homosexual. Uh, and uh, it went on from there. Uh, uh, like the, what they, 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 the NSA showed me in that cartoon. It, this, 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 uh, the, the, a lot of, a lot of the uh, assault on, on, on my, uh, on me, on me as a writer, was being conducted by gays. Uh, whether you want to hear that or not, uh, my my homophobia is, is nothing to do with with hating gays. I see what they're doing, man. Uh, it doesn't only it's only not only about me. Well, what are they doing in schools? What are they doing grooming children? What are they uh, these transvestite story hours? Why do they let fat white women take their children there? Uh, if I was gay, I wouldn't. I wouldn't allow that. I, you know, yo, bitch, take the kid home, and instead of eating all his food yourself, why don't you go feed him? You know, that's what I tell him if I was working the door there, and I'm a professional doorman. Why are they letting them in? Why, why, why are they, why are they allowing these real the sickest ones among them to demonstrate in the street and scream and yell? Why is it? Why is there a special homosexual? Uh, Part of Amazon Prime, uh, the, the queer, uh, what is it, queer, whatever, whatever. It's, it's for queers. Uh, 
Well, I guess that's not so bad if they if they kept it on the, like the down low and stuff. But it's very prominent. Uh, children are all being groomed to be homosexuals. If you don't believe there's a homosexual mafia, uh, and you are under attack by that homosexual mafia, then you, I don't know what to do with you. you. You must you must be a rube from North Dakota. I don't know. If you haven't just fallen off an Idaho potato truck, you should realize by now that 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 uh, uh, that you are under direct attack by a homosexual mafia. And don't think that. Mafia does not apply to Italians only. There was a Jewish mafia, by the way, before there was an Italian mafia. And anybody who knows anything knows that. I mean, they're the ones that fixed the World Series in 1918. It wasn't, you know, the Italians didn't have the, the, the juice to, to get anything more than a, a, a bag of heroin from Sicily to sell on the streets. The Jews were running organized crime. And they, they successfully blamed it on the Italians because Italians are stupid. They're more interested in being macho than, than being real. But people of like mind form uh, cartels, uh, cabals, uh, and uh, they make plans and they stick to them and they carry them out. Under the RICO statute, uh, it's a criminal organization. If it happens to violate the laws, which all of them are doing, I mean, you could use the RICO statute to convict everybody in D.C. Everybody in D.C. goes under the RICO statute. But uh, the, the, these, these, these organizations can uh, exist. And there is a mafia. And they've taken over. They've taken over your government. They've taken over the FBI. They've taken over the CIA. They've taken over MI6. Uh, you, uh, those of you from England, uh, you should know that you're fighting the Ukrainian war for your right to... Uh, to, to, to fillet your, your fellow man. Uh, didn't the uh, head of MI6 tell you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to end up in a nuclear war with Russia. But, but remember, sword swallowing and carpet munching will remain a, a great value of, of, of Great Britain. Uh, yeah, that's according to the MI6 freaking director. Uh, they're all like that, too. So don't, don't 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 tell me that I'm being homophobic. Uh, I, what I what I say about homosexuals comes from experience. I didn't ever want to do this, man. I didn't ever want to do this. Like I said, I had friends that were the best friends that there were Jews and homosexuals. Uh, but when you attack attack me and attack what I care about, I I I, I will lash back. I, I am not I am not a sheep. You are attacking a lion, and you should be aware. And that's why I've unleashed Loki on the human, and uh, everything Loki is saying is basically true. Uh, I disagree with some of it. You know, uh, Loki's not even happy with Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> you got you got uh, Aryan Superman uh, cutting the head off of the Black Tyrant at the end, uh, and killing all his, his agents and and. and and fighting for the virtue of the blonde, uh, mod, uh, beautiful blonde martyr, martyrus. <laughs> Loki's still not happy with that, so uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you, Loki. <laughs> so, you know, I don't draw a line somewhere. I, thought, I think Conan and the Barbarian is maybe one of the best movies ever made. Uh, again, it's the, uh, the quintessential man. Uh, this is, this is what we, we are supposed to be as men. And if you're unhappy, you're unhappy in your job, you're unhappy in your life, 
Well, maybe this is saying being said a little too late after the vaccine, but uh, you are unhappy because you were forced into a mold that you don't belong in. My book gives you the mold you belong in. You are a knight errant. You are questing. You are questing for your goddess. You are questing for the other half of your soul. Dante said, we are all born. Dante, the famous Italian poet from the 13th century, to paraphrase Bob Dylan, uh, said, said that every man is born with his heart halved, and he must spend eternity, or spend his eternity on earth, searching for that other half of his heart. It's a quest, man. Uh, Miguel Serrano outlines it all now about Hitler, the ultimate ad- avatar, about the, the, what the, uh, the men singers and the, uh, uh, the bards, uh, uh, you know, the whole stories of, uh, of King Arthur's court and Lancelot and the quest and Parsifal and on to Wagner. This is, this is our, our heritage as men, uh, you know, uh, striving for monetary uh, gain. Well, what is money? You know, you die and money's gone. There's a, you get any money with you in the afterlife. Uh, by the way, the Egyptians thought you could. That's why I know the Egyptians were a cargo cult and a lot of what the Chinese are saying about uh, to the West falsifying what they uh, find in Egypt is true. Uh, Egypt is a cargo cult. Uh, they were savages, man. Uh, we should fucking animal head gods. That should be all you need to know. Uh, the Chronicles of Akakor uh, uh, tell you all you need to know about where you stand, where we stand with these animal-headed gods. Shatulu, uh, for all, all I know, uh, Lovecraft Shatulu. Uh, no, the Egyptians were nothing to look up to. And uh, unfortunately, that's what the Masons have hitched their, 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 uh, their cart to. Uh, this is why they're all a bunch of clowns. No, I only wanted to write about the occult, and the occult means what's hidden. Uh, and the occult is the uh, the undertow, the current that drives that drives the, the West. I got Alistair jumping on me, imploring me, "I'm going to smack you, Alistair. Back off." Anyway, the the occult is is what drives the current that 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 the boat of civilization sails on, uh, and this is all I wanted to, to do is outline this. Uh, if you think I was interrupted in the middle of uh, this this broadcast, this podcast, my, my uh, daughter, and well, they call for my mother. She's pretty much a vegetable. I don't even think she knew where I was. It's nice talking to my daughter, but uh, my grandson was screaming in the background. By the way, my grandson is half Jewish. I wish my son were a happy Hanukkah. They said, uh, people, uh, you're getting the wrong impression of me if you think I'm anti-Semitic. Uh, what I am is I, I, I'm pro-justice. And uh, if you trust in my, my senses as a writer, and if you're reading me, obviously you must uh, see what's going on. Uh, and uh, I'm going to keep bringing it to you as I see it. Uh, they, you know, uh, the the... They deliberately torpedoed that book. And that book would have made a difference. Uh, you know, uh, it's still, it's, what is it going to be in 2023? It's a new year. Well, why don't you make a resolution that you're going to give that to a, a, a male child? Oh, by the way, they've also, uh, uh, Amazon has also classified, uh, classified as pornography, too. 
which it only has a couple sexual scenes in it. Uh, and they're at, at the end of the book, uh, and it's definitely not pornography. Uh, people have read it or laugh at that, but they have. They have. That's, so it can't be advertised regularly through Amazon channels still. Uh, but I, I think I, I, if you should buy the book. If you have a, a boy that's uh, 15, 16, 13, yeah. Bar Mr. age after that, uh, it should be required reading for him. Uh, you should understand that what you see on TV is disgusting. Not just just the 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 the, uh, the acts, the, uh, what's called, the people he's seeing are disgusting. These are the furthest thing you will ever get from the quintessential man. Uh, look at them, look at them. Even 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 the children actors now look like they look like all the nerds, the genetic defects. That's all you see on television, and they've elevated that to like. Uh, that's that's uh, now that's something we should aspire to. Uh, I think you need to do something about it and be proactive. If if you're still with us, you're still sentient, and you haven't taken your last booster, I think you need to go and you need to buy my book, and you need to maybe read uh, uh, the classics. Read uh, King Arthur. Uh, read Parzival. Read, uh, you know, uh, start start reading people like Miguel Serrano and uh, Julius Evola instead of uh, Stinkelstein in in, uh, in the New York Times, and you might find out there's a whole new world, uh, and and that's why uh, you're unhappy, and uh, he, your uh, your male, your teenage male, he's even more unhappy than you. He's likely to disfigure his face and. Maybe even have his penis cut off, and uh, maybe we can get uh, uh, we can fight back with that. Uh, I know we can. I know we can. They wouldn't have tried to, to stop it as hard as they could uh, with the, you know with the spreading of that book. Uh, that's one of the reasons I'm kept in a sandbox. Go buy the freaking book and make the kid read it. Uh, anyway, you know my only family called me so. Uh, they're still having their little Christmas Eve thing, and uh, happy Christmas, Merry Christmas to you, and uh, happy Christmas Eve.